Welcome, everybody, to the Energy for Sales podcast, where we believe if you're not having fun, you might be doing it wrong. Uh, no, Tim, you are doing something wrong. This should be fun. <laughs> Spoken like a true sales coach. <laughs> this, is, this is Tim Hooper and David Oliphant bringing you energy for your sales process. Stay tuned. everybody, welcome back to the Energy for Sales podcast. Tim Hooper, your host with David Oliphant and special guest, Mikey Noggs. Welcome back, brother. Hey, thank you all for having me. Great to be back. Yeah, we were yeah. excited about this one for a couple of weeks uh, when we were able to get uh, Mikey Noggs back on. So, had a great riff this morning. And uh, Tim, kind of kind of kick us off, man. Yeah, I will, man. Let me tell a quick story. So, you know, what, 13 years ago, 12 years ago, I forget how long ago. But I was a purchasing manager, and uh, and Mikey was one of our suppliers. And uh, from day one, man, you know, I'd have a complaint or I'd have a, a situation come up, and I needed to solve. Yeah, I call him, call him in. I, you know, I was always big about sitting down and, and talking things through with my our suppliers. And uh, Mike was one of those guys. Now we're both in sales. Uh, uh, well, Mike's always been in sales. Now, I, now I'm in sales. But uh, but Mike was one of those guys that uh, always had a positive response. He always took it to the next level. He always made the pie bigger. He listened. Um, and I told, I told coach, um, that, 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 that's, that's master sales coach David here. I told David this week, I was like, but I told David um, this week, as we were prepping for the podcast, I was like, let's pull out our, let's pull out our words. Let's pull out our words um, list that, you know, we, we were very intentional with our word choice and word selection. I said, let's pull our words. And I said, because if Mike's going to be on the show, I said, I don't know of a, 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 I don't know of a guy with, with more. I mean, every word is pure, powerful, positive. I mean, pow, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just, so let's, let's talk about, it. so Mike, I mean, tell me like you, you get to kick us off today. Tell me why it's important to you. I want to know the why let's go where Simon goes. What, what's the why behind keeping a, a, a clean, pure, I mean, just pure, powerful, positive mouth, I guess you could say, word choice? Yeah, I mean, it all, it all starts with attitude, right? I mean, that's, you know, I'd, I'd heard something, you know, when I was growing up repeatedly from different baseball coaches or even if it was, you know, one of my parents or grandparents, they'd say every day you have a choice, you know, regarding your attitude. And, you know, and as as a young, you know, as a young person, I was thinking, you know, what, what do they really mean? You know, as a young kid or young preteen, teenager, you don't really know. Um, but then as I got older, I started realizing like the same, the same way I got up this morning and I, you know, chose to put on this shirt. Nobody made me do it. You know, this is mine. Hold up a little higher, a little higher there. There you go. Higher. There you go. Representing MTSU, baby. Playing army. Uh-huh. Today. Uh-huh. Can't wait. Can't wait. But, uh, you know, the same way I chose to put this shirt on, I get to choose my attitude that day. And it, one thing I'm learning the older I get is it, it has nothing to do with my circumstances, right? I can still choose yeah. to be positive, even if, you know, the world's going to quote hell in a handbasket around me. I can still choose to be a positive influence, you know, on my, on my spouse, on my kids, you know, on my customers, my clients, what have you. And it's just been... It's always been important to me. I, I, it's a passion of mine, just lifting people up, you know, and our, our words, 
words are rarely neutral. You know, they're, they're positive or negative. There's really no such thing as neutral in words. And so it's like, we have a choice. We can either choose to, we can either choose to lift people up or tear them down. There's no middle ground. You know, a coach, a coach of mine used to say, Mikey, you either get better or you get worse every day. Nobody stays the same, you know, staying the same is a myth. Um, so that's just a little bit, a little bit of my background. I appreciate the compliments fellas, but, but really both of you, you guys have had a lot to do with, you know, my positivity growing over the years is, is thanks to both of y'all. So uh, is a big part of it. Yeah. Again, it was, it was a fun week leading up to this and, you know, we were, when Tim and I were talking and reflecting about you and just the purity. I mean, I, I still think, um, when I think of you, I just think of how pure your intentions, how pure, um, and as Tim mentioned earlier, I mean, you're definitely one of those people that every time, um, someone we get to speak or, or be around you, you just lift people up. And, um, I think that, you know, it, it is the upbringing. It is, you know, the choice, the, the choice that we have every day, we do control our own attitude. We don't control always a lot in our life. There's some things out of our control, but, but our attitudes and our outlook and our positivity and man, that you just exude that. Um, I had to write down words are rarely neutral. I mean, that is, that is powerful. And so when we talk about words, um, you know, earlier today we were riffing and over the last week or so um, talked a little bit about personal branding and, and with Mikey coming on, um, you know, in his industry and how can he um, take the words to the next level? Uh, it just was fun leading up to this. So um, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we'll know, talk. Definitely. We got yeah. Stay tuned because in, in the coming week, we're going to talk about your, your personal brand and, and your word choice there is important too. So, um, so getting into this, um, I was reading an article from uh, this week from uh, Inman, Inman uh, and uh, it was on negotiating and it said, if you're, if you want to be a better negotiator, then I uh, hear seven words to put on your don't say list. And it, 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 it piqued my interest because when, when we would sit around the, the, the sales round table, if you will, David, you had a list of like 20 something words and, and we would, we'd be very intentional. We'd go over that list and, and we work really hard to eliminate those words. And so I liked what Inman had said in their article. They said, uh, if you want to be a better negotiator, pick one of these words a week and, and work in work, like, like make it intentional. Cause you'll, you'll be funny. You'll hear yourself say it if you bring attention to it and then you go, like, Oh wait, how can I replace that with a better, more empowering word? And, uh, so I want to go through these seven, um, and then credit here to Inman on these seven, of course, all seven of these are on your list, David. And, but, and, and then David's going to take three more for this episode. We're just going to, we're going to keep it to 10. If you want his entire list of 25, reach out and we'll send that to you. Okay. So if you want the entire list, reach out, we'll send it to you. But for today, we'll go through these seven and guys, as we go through, let's, uh, Let's just kind of go around the room, too, and share, you know, any ideas or thoughts you have on these words. So I'm just going to kick us off here. Number one, but. Ooh. I like what one of my coaches said. Get off your butt. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> he said, you know, but, but is one of those words that basically <clears throat> um, it, it like negates everything you just said. It's like, Mike, I understand what you're feeling. I understand what you're saying. I, thank you for bringing that complaint to me. But let me, you know, it's like you just told the customer everything you just, everything you just shared is, is but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put something. So you can substitute the word, David, what was our substitute on but? And. Mm. And. And. Yep. 
and and leaders not, leaders really leaders really need to learn to not use that word. Many times you, you're working with your team, and I could say, uh, Mike, you did a great job uh, on on an ABC company, um, but mm-hmm. one thing that I noticed was that you were a little long winded. That's that totally negated that you did a great job. Mm-hmm. Mikey, yeah. you did a, you did a great job at ABC Company, and in the future you might want to tighten up your words a little bit, compress it. There you leave as a positive and a coaching moment, as opposed to a good and I'm going to spank you bad. Right, um, mm. man, and that mm. I mean, just just you saying that that slight change. I mean, I wrote it down, but just that slight change makes a huge difference. You know, I know it's just now and just hearing it. It's like, wow, one, one makes me feel all excited. Like, all right, I did good. But then you hear the butt and you're like, oh crap, you know, and your focus, your focus immediately goes to the negative, right? Yeah. 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 Hey, Tim, we had an episode. Was that the Zapata sandwich? Ah, good, yeah. bad, good. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. That all, that's also for another day. I remember it that's, well. That's, that's, yeah. The bottom sandwich. We talked about putting, you know, yep, yep. We'll talk about that sometime. Put the sandwich <laughs> in. Um, let's roll to number two here. Can't. Uh, uh, Quote, you know, take this word, this, this word is out of your, you, uh, take it out of your dictionary. We've seen the picture with the, with the scissors snipping the, uh, the T off of this word. Um, and, but, but I like what they said here in that can't is ambiguous. So if you mm-hmm. say I can't, and that's very legitimate, I can't, um, I can't do that. It's kind of ambiguous in that. So for instance, the Inman article is talking about door knocking. I can't go door knocking. Well, do you mean you can't? because you're physically unable to? Do you mean you can't because it's illegal in your area? Do you mean you can't because you just don't want to? So instead of can't, um, replace it with, I mean, you know, take Henry Ford, he said, you know, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And so Mm -hmm. I think that taking an inspection of the word, what you're trying to say, and actually saying what you're trying to say. Just share. I would love to do that. However, the mm-hmm. legal ramifications, I can't. Now you're perfectly clear, right? Um, you know, I would love to discount that, but by law, I'm not allowed to in this industry. Or you can share with the customer a deeper, and I think it goes back to David again, the why, instead of just I can't. It's almost like when you tell your kids no, right? Now, I, I grew up like no, and that was good enough. You don't question why. But <laughs> when I... When I had the benefit of knowing why my parents said no, it may, I mean, you don't discredit your seven or eight year old. They're pretty smart people. Mm-hmm. And when you hear the why, your reasoning behind it with love and empathy towards them, they'll get it. It's like, oh, okay, I see, you know, share the danger behind it. So it's almost like I can't do that. Here's the why, but you can say in a completely different way. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. And you know what? Um, Early in my career as a leader, uh, I had to really train myself to get to the why. Um, you just kind of want to move fast at times. You want to just tell your team what to do and and, and mm-hmm. not give them the understanding of of, of why. Um, so I know a lot of leaders struggle with that. I struggled with it myself in my early career. So um, 
again, very, very important point there, Tim. Yeah, I think go, go to the go to the why behind the can't. If there is truly a can't, now I don't. I believe in having a can't at you. I always tell people, yeah, we can we can find a creative yet, right? We can find yeah. a creative yet, like uh, but but it means we're both going to have to um, collaborate on it and go and, and and maybe even compromise a little bit to get there. But and not comp- compromise our standard. I'm talking about compromising our our st- you know to meet in the middle. And so, um, so that's huge. Number three, guys, let's roll on this one. And Mike, you've got a great story on this one. Uh, hope, hope, I like hope. hope. What do you say? Hope, is, hope isn't a strategy. Wow, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is quick. Quick little story on why hope's a dangerous word. You wouldn't think it's a positive word overall, but you would, you know, as far as negotiating or, or, or different things. I was at a, a sales training class a couple years ago up in Pittsburgh, and the uh, the trainer said he is, was fed up with the word hope. And I'm like, what is he talking about? That's a pretty positive word. And I was kind of kind of shocked. And he just went on a huge rant, you know, saying he was just sick of sales reps saying, well, I hope I'm going to hit my target. You know, well, I hope the big Woo! deal, I hope the pipeline grows. I hope, you know, and just fill in the blank with hope. He said, I finally came up, with, you know, with a, with a saying, it's quit smoking the hopium, you know, no more hopium. And uh, no to this more day, opium. <laughs> to this day, his email signature still says "no hopium." Just get after it, and, and I like no that. So when, when you bring up hope, I just can't can't help but revert back to that memory. So pretty cool, <laughs> dude. That's powerful. I I like what we said, David, in our one of our episodes once. Change I hope into I hop. Just get Ooh, after that's it. Right. Yes, that's it. it. Yes, change I, I hope. Gonna, IHOP. And and really what that came out of was meeting at 5 a.m. at IHOP or sometimes 4 a.m., even one time 3 a.m. with sticky spoons because our the after party with the drunken mob was still there. I mean, we were walking in. We were like, but uh, but no, we were meeting so early. Why? Because we had uh we had a, a coaching platform to get off the ground to build and develop. And I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, I really just enjoy hanging out, dude. I mean, yeah. you get around coach, man. He makes you yeah. a better person. So, I agree. Anyway, um, definitely. So, no, no, I mean, we did. We, yeah, we Go ahead, we dude. filmed out there in the dark, definitely. And it was, you know, we went from I hope to I hop, and hop is a action. You know, it's action. Right. Hope. We need to have hope. There are some things that are out yeah. of our control. I can't control what the government's going to do. I really hoped that. The mayor of Nashville didn't increase our property taxes 34% wow. from the pandemic, which he did. So, I mean, I have no, like, I have, wait, I thought we were people. We weren't. <laughs> it's about money, though. This is a sales. <laughs> now I got to go get that extra stuff. But that's a scenario where, like, I, I can't impact it. So I have to have hope. I have to have right. hope that our society gets better. I have to have hope that the world gets better. I can control a little part of it, but but it's not an action. I right. hope the IHOP. Yeah, That's if so. it's in your if it's in your like Stephen Covey said, right? Um, if it's in your circle, of, you know, if it, it, if it's the things you can control, you know, focus on those. So many of us are focused on things we cannot control, and uh, and we're not focused. So focus on what you can control, and and do not let hope into that circle. Hope should be for the things you can't control. I can't control my wife's breast cancer, right? But I hope that his people will do his job. I hope that she's going to be right. And, and our trust and our prayers and all that go there. And we hope there, but, but everything I can control, I drove her to UVA yesterday. 
I, I hopped to it to get her up there, right? So everything right. in our circle of influence, guys, your pipeline is in your circle of influence. And I hope is not a strategy. Wow. I hope is not a strategy. All right, so let's roll on here. That was point number three, man. And we're, we're going to be like a Baptist preacher in a second, go to two hours on these. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, That's how we yeah. weren't going to go religious either. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> we've, just crossed two, we've just crossed the two, uh, two yeah. barriers on the sale, man. Don't That's talk religion All right, here we go. We're low seeds, yeah. we expect. Yeah. If, if we get an offer. So change mm-hmm. if, this is pretty simple, to win. Even in sales, guys, you you will believe what you tell yourself. So if we could get that large account, no, I always say when we get, because it's not a matter of if, it's only a matter of when. Because when keeps me persistent. When keeps me going after them, if they're the right target, right, David? Um, When is optimistic. When fuels my creativity so that I'm thinking solutions to present to them. When. But if I say if, I'm giving my internal psyche an excuse. Mm. It's so whimsical. It's sad. Uh, it's sad. That's, that's powerful right there. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, man, that's really good stuff. If it's not if, it's when. I, I love it. And it's, it's so true, too. I mean, it's, you know, I was having a conversation with my boss a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how we, we typically lose to this one competitor, you know, that's been in the Florida market a lot longer than us. Um, and heard several reasons why, you know, we're, you know, a lot of times losing to them on big deals. Mm. And, uh, he's like, do you have any thoughts? I'm like, I was like, yeah, it's like, it may sound too simple. I said, but we're simply going to outlast them. You know, we're simply going to just, you know, I mean, yeah, we need to change some things. We need to, but it, it kind of relates to it. It's not if we break through and, and start closing more. It's when, when's it going to happen? You know? Right. Right. And get it in. Let, again, when I think I, I believe when will fuel your creativity Love that. because there is a creative way in there is a, there is a way in. Um, it means you have to get super creative. I, I know it means you have to be more curious to ask more questions and have better discovery to get in. But if you say, if, if I could only get that account, then you're going to live in la la land. You're going to mm-hmm. live, live in oh in a doubt. So, right. um, yeah, I agree. I think if, just the word if creates doubt, you know, and it breeds yeah. further doubt, you know, like if I yeah. say, well, if I get the deal, even in my own head, I'm almost talking myself into not getting the deal. I'm almost kind of preparing myself for, Oh, you know, maybe we won't get yeah. it. And then that's just, that's the worst place you can be, you know, and what we do for a living is that Powerful. negative mindset. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna throw in a shameless. I'm gonna throw in a shameless plug for our playbooks. But anyone that has a playbook, Mikey Knobs hit on something that is a critical part of of the playbooks that we have. When you have identified your competitors, there's a whole section of we we lose to this competitor. Why and then create your battle plan. We win most often against this one because of why. So you have to really when you have some, some key competitors, you need to, you need to do some, some work around that. Um, so it's good to know that that's someone that you, um, lose to, we don't win as often as we should, because then you can create that plan. Um, whether that's through better targeting, you know, sometimes 
maybe these people weren't right for you. Maybe they were better for this other one. Right. right. So I'll pull back out. What's word number? We're on word number five now. Yeah, word number five. Yep. No or not. It's kind of the same word. No and not. Um, I like I like the analogy in this article, David, that that we read. Um, Ritz Carlton. You know, Ritz Carlton. If you study their marketing, I mean, it, it, it's fantastic. They're they're their their whole thing, their whole um, culture is about empowering their people, their mm-hmm. staff. Um, that that's their greatest marketing force. In fact, I think their staff, from the very front desk person, who you know, the 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 person parking the cars, whoever it is, they all have permission to spend up to like I forget what it is, twelve hundred dollars on a, on one get, whatever they need. Now, on average, that average is about 75 per guest, but their marketing dollar is so low compared to other companies, and they have the biggest loyalty fans. And, and so it's just it's crazy to study. It's awesome. But they never tell a guest no or they are not able to do something. There's, it's never a no or we're not able to. So no and not. So here's, a, here's an example they gave in the article. So last week, the sellers turned down an offer higher than what you are offering. There's no way they will agree to your price. Like a lot of times in sales, we'll take a stance to there's no way. That's not going to work, right? I mean, we want to be upfront and set expectation, right? I mean, you do, right? We're not trying to sell, we're not BSing people. So, but how do you, re- again, how do you take those negative loaded words and replace them? And so here's an example. Last week, the sellers turned down an offer higher than what you are offering. Let me put on my battle armor and see if I can make your price happen for you. Now, you didn't commit. You did not BS them. And you said battle armor. I'm going to have to put on some armor. I'm going to have to get creative. I'm going to have to think through this. I'm going to have to go fight for you. But then you can come back and say, hey, I had a conversation. See, when you say they'll never take that or there's no way or that's not going to happen. What you're saying is I'm unwilling. I'm, 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 un, I'm not willing to try. I'm not willing to go to bat for you. Now, if I go to bat for you and come back and say, Hey, Mikey, listen, have a conversation with the seller. And uh, <laughs> they just, they refuse the offer. But here's what I'm thinking. What if we threw, what if we let them keep the fridge? What if we let them like the real estate agent who gets creative for me? I do, you know, yeah, you know what? That crummy fridge, I don't want it anymore. Any, anyway, I got to pay to move that thing anyway. There's always a, a way around it. So let me suit up and go try to get this to work for you. So, and then it gives you that chance to go and have a deeper conversation. Again, keep the conversation going, right? right. Uh, so, David, what would you add on that one? That takes some strategy. That's where you need a playbook. That's where you need a coach. That's where you need some strategy, a team yeah. to go figure out how to overcome. Yeah. I mean, you've hit on a couple key areas, the empowerment of your people and, and, um, understanding how, you know, in, in the in the instance you shared, um, you know, the empowerment of the people, but also there's probably a deep understanding of values, core values, and vision and mission that all ties in. I do. We all have been in situations where the ask is unreasonable. Um, I do like, and and by not saying no, saying I'll put on my battle armor, and and see what we can do for you puts you more on their side of the table as opposed to across the table 
Yeah. Uh, it does yeah. set up that if something is unreasonable that you can um, bring back to them. Um, but it also opens up for um, something else, the creativity, like you said. Can we leave the appliances there? Can we mm-hmm. um, Can we move in a month later? I don't know, a week earlier. I, you know, I, you know your yeah. industry a little bit better, but, yeah. but there's always Absolutely. something. There's, it, it's, it sets up more of a give and take type of atmosphere. Then a yeah. no. Uh, yeah. I, I will say though, um, in a minute when when we get to my list, um, you used one of my words twice, so it'll be an interesting to see how we can change that. <laughs> up. <laughs> I'll save that for later. <laughs> no, number six, and Mike, you have to join in on this one. Uh, okay. Should, Ooh. should. Wow! That wow, man. Here, the seller should be thankful to get an offer. Should don't mm-hmm. listen to that hope feel. You know, should <laughs> yeah. has that hope feel. Um, wow, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a good another another good one to avoid. You know, if at all possible, just. I know a little bit of my background, you know, my major was psychology in school and that explains a lot. It means I need the most help. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. should, should in psychology terms is considered a cognitive distortion. Okay. Um, so it, we're, really we would include any of the woulds. So would, should, could. Should have, should have, could have, would have. That's it. That's it. <laughs> the the woods. So avoid the woods at all costs. Cause it, I mean, it, it usually he. <laughs> Guilt on somebody else or guilt on yourself, the hoods. Um, so that you know, that's just my little plug about avoiding well, shit, you know. I love what you just said about guilt because yep. in fact it should stem from a very judgmental posture. Mm. Now that's powerful. We always think we're judgmental on other people. Judgmental people are actually the worst judges on themselves because, again, hurt mm. people hurt. Judge equally judge people judge. Okay, so you might look like the most positive person, but if you're judging other people or if that's your natural default, you might be pretty hard on yourself. And it's funny right. when you get around the like, yeah, I should get on a diet. What are they saying? Somebody said should shame. Do you hear mm. that? Wow. Should is shame so mm. just don't say it at all so oh, instead of should it. instead of should list exactly what it is you want instead of should listen like they should take that offer they should be thankful to get that offer let's see how much they're willing to take let's let's just see how much they're willing to take instead they should take that offer just whenever you hear that word should, think about how you can replace it. And especially, I mean, I, I hear it all the time, like when I'm with my kids, man, that's like, wow, it's so easy to go there, right? Yeah. You could have, nope, nope. How do you, how do you reframe that into even a question, right? How do we, how do we overcome this next time? And then get them to yeah, think that's how to overcome it next that's time, a tr- right? That's a tricky, that's a tricky one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I can see, yeah, we should be able to do that. And then when the answer comes back, no, it's like, nah, Ugh. we're not going to do it. Well, he said he should. We sh- yeah, you should. We should be able to, but we're not going to. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, we could, but I'm not going to. Mm. I right. would have, but I couldn't get to it. Yeah, the, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas are definitely words to s- strike out. Yeah. 
it, it, it's more from a, a again a judgmental place. It's also sometimes in a ma- ma- manipulative ma- manipulatory way, um, trying to get somebody else to do something. So saying gotcha. just, so just yeah, it's it's not a healthy word. So um, well, Mikey Mikey Knobs went to the science of it. That was that was powerful. Powerful, Mikey. Hey, blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, coach. <laughs> no. <laughs> this That's is strong. this is <clears throat> number seven. <clears throat> number seven. <clears throat> this is uh this is our favorite right here. Try. Mm. Mm. Try. And that's the word. That's Ooh. the word you use twice. It's on my list. So we're gonna we'll segue. Are you serious? We'll segue. <laughs> yes. You go back and listen. As much as we work together, I'm still trying. Here's the thing. Um, my my buddy Andy, he wrote the book No Try. Right. And, and a lot of y'all have, have received a book from me, um, vitamin B and business. Now here, here's the deal. Try the word exists. It's in the dictionary, but, but try it in a positive, healthy way. Let's try something new tonight. Right. <clears throat> in the world of exploring and in the world of, of doing something different, like let's try a new restaurant tonight. You're not saying we're going to try to try a new restaurant. So, you know, there is a time and a place for try, okay? But when you say let's try to do something, um, let, let me try. Let me try to see if this offer will float, right? Yeah, I agree. There is no try. I'm going to try to lose some weight. Yeah, no try. Because you just set yourself up for excuses. So uh, please understand that, you know, if you're going to go try, listen, I have some very artistic sisters and I have some very artistic people and they're going to try a new paint color. Go try a new paint color all you want. I mean, that's amazing. That's wonderful. So if you're exploring, that's fine. But when you're committed to something, there is no try. Plain and simple. David, what would you add to that, brother? <laughs> I, I don't like know. I'll grinning. Take, I'll take, you're <laughs> grinning over there. Like, you're not, you're not buying this. You are not buying this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word that just I've been so patterned over the, over the years that that's the word that just makes makes me cringe mm-hmm. um based you know like hey can you give this person a call yeah I'll try well you like the phone is too heavy to pick up you're gonna try right. to make a call I mean right. um you're gonna try to speak uh you know just more it has to be replaced with I will yeah Hey Mike, can you make that call? Yeah, I'll do. I will do that. Yeah, I'll try. Mm-hmm. Even the restaurants, like, I kind of get the point. Hey, we're gonna try a new restaurant. It's still, kind of makes my skin crawl. Um, uh, how, how about exploring? Because, because that's not a try. Hey, why don't we explore a new restaurant? You're not gonna try to. You're either gonna go explore one or you're not. Yeah. I'm not gonna try. You know, I, I see you're pulling off of like a trial, like a trial period. I'm going to try something out for a while. I'm going to try something out. I'm going to try something. I'm going to go. I'm going to experiment with something. Go try, go experiment. Experimental, exploring, there's a try there. I agree. Yeah, we're just, but, but if you're going to go do that, somebody. Uh, you, said you said, but. You said, but. You said, but. You got to go to and. And, and if you're going <laughs> to do something for somebody. See, when you tell Mikey, I will, that drives you to action. Right. Now I got to figure out, wait okay. a minute, does Tuesday or Thursday work better for you? Not, let's try to meet next week. No, does Tuesday or Thursday work better? Mid-morning? Okay, let's book it, right? So 
You're moving yeah. to action with I will. So right. I agree. I'm it's a, it's you're a commitment. moving to action with I will. When you, when you move from a try to I will, now I'm personally committed. I've committed right. to you. You, I, you have my word. I'm going yeah. to do that for you. I'm not going to try to do that. Right. And I, I like that, Coach, because I think I think try, it almost uh, – it kind of leaves us an out. You know, it's like kind of like you're talking – again, talking yeah, yourself right. out of – well, just in case I don't – you know, I was in therapy some decades ago, right, and kind of telling myself. But therapist told me, you know, I, I had a big problem using the word try. I still stumble and say it today. But, but she really got on me. She goes, okay, Mikey, here's what we're going to do. She's like, pick up this pen, right? And so I pick it up. She goes, okay, Mike, now try to drop it. And I'm like, oh, crap. She goes, you either drop it or you don't. There's no try. And I was like, boom, wow. You know, that's – Wow, dude. You know, it's so simple, but it's powerful. You know, and she ate my lunch and the bag it came in, man. She was not going to buy my BS anymore, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and, and Tim – you know, and in, in what you said about your sisters, they're going to experiment with new color palette. They're not going to try it. They're going to experiment with it. Are you going to try to experiment with it? What, what are you going to do here? I'm going to try to pick up the paintbrush. I'm going to try to go to the store and buy it. I'm going to experiment with, with a new. So it's just, again, commit. Personally commit to doing something. That's right. Word number so, eight. Cool. Word number eight, Coach. What do you got for it? Well, top, top, top on, fortunately, I had a bonus one. So top of my list was try, and it has to be replaced with I will. You have to have a personal commitment. Boom. Uh, you know, since we're talking in the sales world, uh, one, I don't like setting appointments or meetings. You get this very bad connotation. Mm. I said visits. We talked. I mean, mm. you guys were trained. That's what we did. And why wow. appointments? Okay. Your mind goes to, oh, I'm sitting in the waiting room on an appointment um, where they're going to stick a needle in my arm or they're going to do yeah. something. Yeah. So that's an appointment. It conjures up a very negative feeling. Yeah. Meetings. When you say meetings, it's like, oh my God, I've been sitting in meetings before. People just talk yeah. to talk. There's no agenda. We Couldn't we done, have done this in an email? Yeah. So those are things that, so who visits you? Your friends visit. Family. Yeah. Your family visits. Mm. Normally, it's a a visit is brief. A meeting is like it's going to drag on forever. Right. An appointment. Oh, I'm sitting there. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. What's going to happen when they take me behind the, you know, in the next room? So that's a key word in sales. So, I mean, just unfor- visit. Unfortunately, most CRMs have meetings, mm-hmm. and sure. Outlook Outlook has appointment or meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like an appointment and invite attendees or a meeting invite attendees. So in your CRM is meeting in your outlook is appointment. So naturally our world exists around us. So if you take it to the next level of a visit and I love the brief visit, we talked about that on other episodes and we, we coach in that in the playbook Mm -hmm. um, about visits and how to set those scripts up to actually get in, get in with somebody for a few minutes to uncover their most significant priority. And so um, visit, 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 visit. Yeah, I love it. Man, I can't wait to visit you down there in Florida, Mike. That's it. Come on. <laughs> we've said, we've said right. a, we have an appointment in Florida okay. tonight. Uh, well, you can still come, but I won't be as excited. Appointment sounds too serious. <laughs> yeah. Or me. Right. Don't, don't, <laughs> Mike, don't let do me have sit a, on another long week. meeting on the golf course, or do you have an appointment on the golf course? No. No, no, not at all. 
Oh, not at tea all. time. It's a, it's there, there you go. That's right. You nailed it. Tea time, baby. That's right. <laughs> um, another key, another key word uh, off of this list: objections, areas of concern. So when you're when you're working with a client, and they want to say, "Oh, I've got," do you have any objections? It's like, "Oh, objection" is a very negative word. Mm-hmm. Your Honor, I object. Oh, I yeah. Object. Yeah. Wow. Hey, hey Tim, um, with what we've shown, do you have any areas of concerns? Mm-hmm. No. Or yeah, I do. I have, I have this small area of concern. So objections, wipe that out. I object. I object. Very negative. Wow. Very close. Closed off. Get away from me. Um, and then one that's not on my list that I've, I learned uh, a couple years ago that I really like. Instead of saying unfortunately, especially mm-hmm. if there's really something you cannot do for them, as it turns out. Love it. So instead of unfortunately, Tim, I I, I can't make it today because we have oh, a wedding can't. to go to. Yeah, there's can't. Yeah. It, instead of that. Tim, as it turns out, we've got a wedding to go to, but, you know, why don't we, um, I just said, but why don't we meet next week? Or someone asks you, Hey, can, can you do a demo, um, next Tuesday at at 10 AM? Unfortunately we can't. My demo person's not available. Or can we do a showing on Sunday? Uh, Unfortunately it's a holiday weekend. No, as Tim, as it turns out being a holiday weekend, we can't, do it then. I know we use the word can, but we can do this on Tuesday or Wednesday. So again, unfortunately yeah. is a very negative, like people are like, Oh man, unfortunately you just crushed them. What they wanted, you're not going to be able to. Uh, so, so they're already, it's like, it gives us emotion of being kind of sad and disappointed. That's good stuff, coach. I think you, you'd helped me in that area a few months ago when we were negotiating with a large client. And, uh, and that was going to be, you know, the, the start of my email was, you know, dear Miss So-and-so, unfortunately. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, and I'm like, dang, it really does sound, that's a world yeah. of difference, yeah. you know, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah, at, Man. as it turns out, yep. the fact that you won't give us your yeah. maintenance bills over the past two years, I can't right. provide a quote for you. I won't, you we go. won't provide a quote for you. Yep. We're unable. Wow. So, well, um, you know, it's interesting. As you were talking, unfortunately, both times you used the example, David, that word unfortunately is, is a tea, tea, it tees up can't every time. Unfortunately, I can't. Unfortunately, we can't. And so as it turns out, Tuesday is going to be a better day as the weekend's a holiday or as it's a long ho- weekend holiday. So you're, you're basically eliminating can't with as it turns out. So um, I love that one, uh, David. And this, these words, guys, listen, it, 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 it's all uh, episode right now. It's all a podcast until we actually take this and, 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 and create some energy around it. So here's the deal. We've got a list of words. And as it turns out, we can send those to you. <laughs> you just, I love it. I love it. You just have to not try, but instead <laughs> email me and ask for that list of words. <laughs> And bring, bring us in. Bring us in and talk to your sales team. Let's, let's get around a round table and let's, let's go around the room and let's put some intention around creating exactly what to say when you're out in front of your prospects and your clients because how you lead yourself and your mind is gonna, exactly how you lead 
new business coming in the door. Be very intentional with your words and you become very intentional with your life. Good stuff. Jen, um, are we, are we going to close this one out? Man, that, I, I, I think you just did it, brother. That was, that was really good. <laughs> we you know, words do matter. Um, how we can close this out. We're in a unique time, uh, in our country, in our world right now. Words, the words we use, how we say them have always mattered. Um, they matter a lot right now. Um, we talk a lot about empathy, uh, but using the right words, being kind to each other. Um, the words we use, what we post, what we write, the, the stances we take, just be kind, be intentional with your words, don't alienate. And um, I think yeah. that, that's, where we, that's where we can end. Yes, I appreciate both of you, David. Mikey. Oh, hey, love you guys. Y'all are awesome, man. Y'all are awesome. Mother Teresa can't, said it best. Be wait. kind for everyone you meet fighting hard right. back. There you go. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Good. Boom. All right. Great episode and uh, great Good to have job, you, Mike. Hey, Look forward to seeing you guys. Thank y'all. Right. Let's do it again soon. Bye. Boom. Boom.